0: during Lent, but also each Wednesday at 11 a.m. and at 6.30 p.m. until Holy Week. And we are also gathering for supper starting at 5 p.m. down in the gym on those Wednesdays. Please join us for midweek supper and worship during Lent. Trivia Night is just a couple of weeks away, Saturday, March the 2nd there is still room and still time for you to sign up to play. Information on Trivia Night can be found in your weekly or at the Welcome Center. All proceeds from Trivia Night support chapel youth this year, so please join us. Please mark your calendars to attend a special music-filled worship service next Sunday, February the 25th at 11 a.m. service there will be a special service of praise and song to Jesus the Savior of the world and in celebration of Black History Month. On the same day, February 25th, after the late service, we will hold an information meeting for the 2024 LAMP mission trip to Northern Canada. If you have ever considered being part of a short-term mission trip like this one, please come to the meeting. that Sunday, February 25th, after the late service. More information is in the chapel weekly. And today, at 3 p.m., Concordia Seminary will host a hymn festival on the hymns of Martin Luther at the chapel of St. Timothy and Titus. The festival will be led by the St. Louis Lutheran Chorale, the Seminary's Ladamas Choir, and an orchestra of brass, strings, and woodwinds and organ. The hymn festival will celebrate five centuries of singing the hymns of Martin Luther. If you just can't make it in person, the festival will be live streamed at csl.edu live. Our Elder of the Week this weekend is George Tamazi, who is standing in the back. George, will also be greeting you as you leave worship today. Get to know him as one of your elders here at Chapel of the Cross. God's blessings to you as we worship together. We stand and share the peace of the Lord with one another, after which we will sing our entrance hymn. God's
1: blessing.
0: God's peace. God's peace. God's peace. God's peace. peace. Gods peace. Good morning, Gene Godspeed. Good morning.
2: begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It was in this triune name of God that we were baptized. The name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As we begin our Lenten journey, we remember our baptism. We remember we were washed and forgiven. We remember we were made members of God's family we remember we were united with Jesus. Though we are baptized and united with Jesus, we often act as if we were separated from Jesus. There are times when we fall prey to Satan and his temptations. There are times when sin reigns within us. Still, our Heavenly Father is merciful, and he invites us to draw near to him in repentance, asking for forgiveness. Heavenly Father, we have often ignored your help in resisting Satan and his temptations. We have sinned against you in our thoughts, words, and actions, yet our entire lives are lives of repentance. Have mercy on us, forgive our sins, and lead us in righteousness on account of Jesus. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all of our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who has begun this good work in us bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We are forgiven. We are baptized into Christ. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy, Christ have
0: mercy, Lord have
2: mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. you. Let us pray. O Lord God. You led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide the people of your church that, following our Savior, we may walk through the wilderness of this world toward the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated.
3: The Old Testament reading comes from this 22nd chapter of Genesis. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and saddled his donkey. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his to his father Abraham, "Father?" "Yes, my son," Abraham replied. "The fire and the wood are here," Isaac said, "but where is the lamb for the burnt offering?" Abraham answered, "God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son." And the two of them went on together. When they had re- when they reached the place God had told them about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, The Lord Will Provide. And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed, because you have obeyed me. This is the word of the Lord. Be to God. We
2: now read a portion of Psalm 25 responsively. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame, but they will be put to shame who are treacherous without excuse. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God, my savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Remember, O Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from of old. Remember not the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways, according to your love, remember me, for you are good, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right, and teaches them his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful for those who keep the demands of his covenant.
3: The epistle is from the 12th from the first chapter of James. Blessed is the man who preveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows, he chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he has created. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks be to God. Um.
2: stand. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the desert. And he was in the desert forty days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. At this time, we invite all of the children forward for the children's message.
1: Yay! Good morning. How are you? Uh, Thanks for coming up. How are you? Yeah. Good morning. Glad you're here today. You know, we started our service talking a little bit about baptism, and you're going to hear more about that. So when Jesus was baptized, immediately the Holy Spirit sent him out to be tempted. And how did he defeat Satan's temptation? Yeah. How did he do it? excellent I'll repeat that by quoting verses from the Bible that's all he needed he had the Holy Spirit and he had God's Word you know in your baptism you receive the Holy Spirit and his words live in you that's why you come to Sunday school maybe have devotions at home and you're up here now to hear how that Word of God is so powerful you know what you can think of it like this you know what this is right I'll go up and this is a bottle of water Let me ask you this question. Exactly. Can this glove pick up that bottle of water all by itself? Obviously it cannot. And Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing, but with me all things are possible. So when God's word, his spirit is in us, we can do all things. Apart from him, we cannot fight temptation. We cannot obey our parents. We cannot do anything. You know, God's word is so powerful that when his word is in us, he can bless a lot of people. So I have a little translation here from Psalm 19. Can you repeat after me? God's word is better than a diamond. Better than a diamond set between emeralds. You'll like it better than strawberries in the spring. Better than red ripe strawberries. There's more. God's word warns us of danger and directs us to hidden treasure. God's word is such a gift. We pray. Dear God, thank you for your word. Cause it to live and breathe in us. That we may serve you. Amen. I've got a coloring page for you today about the word of God. How much better to get wisdom than gold? Insight is better than silver. You can color that, and if you want to read more about that, those verses are printed for you there. All right? Thanks for coming up today, and you can return to your seat. Want to hand those out? Thank you. All right. There you go. One in about. Okay. Thank you. There's an extra one, too. There you are. And if anybody wants one, I'll leave them right up here.
0: our beloved Savior Jesus Christ on this first Sunday of Lent. The season of Lent is a time of penance and prayer during the 40 days of the season. It is a time when we reflect on Christ's journey to the cross, where he will become the ultimate sacrifice for us and rescue us from sin and death so that we can be reunited with the Father at the end of time. In today's proclamation of the word, we will focus on Christ's preparation for his ministry. The the significance of his baptism and temptation in the wilderness will be our focus today. After Jesus was baptized and received his father's approval and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit drove Jesus into, into the wilderness. While in the wilderness, Jesus was tempted three times. Mark's gospel does not go into a great amount of detail on the temptations. But we know from the other gospels what the temptations were. So we will look at each one. More importantly, while we know Christ resisted Satan's temptation, we will see how often we fail similar temptations in our lives. We will also see in the temptations of Christ that Satan believed he was in charge, but he was not. These temptations were willed by God, whose internal plan called for the Savior to be tempted into to triumph over Satan and sin. And we must remember that as true man. Jesus did experience genuine temptation, just as we do. But as a faithful God, he can overcome temptation. This is not for his benefit, but for ours. This was Satan's first sign that he was going to be defeated and that the promise of Eve was upon him. Christ's first temptation, having fasted for 40 days, christ was hungry satan tempted him with what seemed like an innocent request satan tempted jesus to prove that he was the son of god by using his power to create a miracle for his own needs this seemed like a normal enough request jesus was very hungry and he did have the power to change those stones into bread it will show satan that he was the son of God. God miraculously did this for Israel in the desert with the creation of manna. Our Savior answers Satan by quoting scripture from Deuteronomy the eighth chapter. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus' answer stumped Satan. We often fall into this temptation because we do not have faith that God will provide for us with the things we need daily. One of the best examples of us not trusting God was during the COVID-19 pandemic. Many non-believers and some believers participated in hoarding goods, such as toilet paper, cleaning products, and food in anticipation of stores running out of goods. Now, this, of course, caused stores to run out of goods. And this also happens during bad weather, when we become afraid that we won't be able to get out and get food. When we become frightened and uncertain, Satan uses this to tempt us and we rely on ourselves instead of relying on God. Satan took Jesus to Jerusalem and he took him to the highest pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. This time Satan quotes Psalm 91, to our Savior in a method that is similar to how he deceived Eve by misquoting God. But it is a method in glorifying oneself. Jesus met this temptation by quoting Moses, warning Moses' warning to Israel against testing God as they had done in Massa. If Jesus had fallen for this temptation, it would have shown he needed to prove god's power by jumping from the temple to gain personal glory our savior tells satan again it is written you shall not put the lord your god to the test now satan is not going to tempt us about jumping from a high building but he can use our fears and willingness to rely on ourselves to make poor health decisions that put us in danger For example, doing 55 in a 45-mile-an-hour zone puts us and others in danger. We tempt God to protect us in a dangerous situation that we caused ourselves. Another area where we tempt God to take care of us is health care. Do you follow your doctor's directions? God gave him the gift of being able to heal others. He's God's gloved hand. When you ignore medical professionals and decide to do things your way, you are tempting God that he will save you despite yourself. Finally, Satan went to a high mountain and showed Jesus all the kingdoms in the world and their glory. And he said to Jesus, all these things I will give you. If you fall down and worship me, Satan is being allowed to show Jesus a spiritual vision where he can gain power without the sacrifice that he was sent to make. And while Satan has dominion in this world, the world is not his because he did not create this world. He's offering something that he cannot deliver. It's similar to his promise to Adam and Eve that they would be like God if they ate the fruit. At this point, however, Jesus has had enough of Satan and orders him to leave. Satan wanted to see Jesus Christ's power and his authority, and he got it. Be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. In quoting Deuteronomy and Moses as a final warning to the Israelites, our Lord and Savior has done what Israel failed to do and is coming out of the wilderness pure and clean. He would obey his father and spread the good news throughout Israel. Now Satan is not going to offer us all the kingdoms in the world for worshiping him as fallen man it is much simpler task for satan to tempt us he offers us promotions and you can get it if you bump up your resume just a little bit including some extracurricular activities that you don't actually do but they're impossible to check on it's just a little white lie It won't hurt anyone, except perhaps the person who would have earned the promotion through honest work. He doesn't try to get us to worship him, but like Adam and Eve, Satan wants us to worship ourselves. One of Satan's sins of self-worship that he promotes in this country is the sin of racism, where one gains power by proclaiming their group is more significant than another group based on superficial, outside appearance. But there's more to Mark's story because before Jesus was taken into the wilderness by the Spirit, he was baptized by his cousin John the Baptist at the Jordan River. Our baptism is a gift from God. Baptism is a mystery to unbelievers because They cannot understand how water can redeem a person. But baptism is so much more. It is not just plain water. It is water that includes God's command, promise, and words. At Jesus' baptism, all three of the persons of the Trinity were present. The Holy Spirit is a dove that descends upon our Lord's head. And his Father, our Creator, announces, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Our Lord and Savior institutes baptism for all believers with his great commission. Jesus' baptism does not institute the sacrament for us, but it is something that he was required to do by his Father to complete all righteousness. It is not until christ's great commission to us that he institutes baptism as a sacrament for his bride the church when christ was crucified and buried and rose from the dead on the third day baptism became a saving sacrament for us as paul tells us in romans chapter six do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into jesus christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. If we have been united with him in death like his, we will certainly be united with him in the resurrection. And the blessings of baptism or the forgiveness of sins and eternal salvation for all who believe this, as the promise of God declares, and God keeps his promises. It is not a symbolic gesture or a human religious ceremony. Baptism is not a work, but a treasure. It is offered to us and received by faith. As we have learned in our small catechism, Baptism alone does not save us without faith. And we gain faith when we follow the Holy Spirit, promised by our Heavenly Father through baptism. The faith we receive from the Holy Spirit encourages us to live the life of our Lord and Savior who has set the example for us. Instead of being self-centered and selfish, the Holy Spirit guides us to understand that while we cannot solve the world's hunger, at Chapel of the Cross, we are moved by the Holy Spirit to help where we can. Our contributions to friends of mom help mothers with their daily needs for their babies. Our contributions to our food pantry does tremendous work in North County to help those who cannot obtain daily bread by themselves. Our contribution to Day 3 Seeds helps people in other countries meet their daily bread and raise plants that can help provide food for their families and others. We do not do this for God because God does not need our help. But our neighbors do, and the Holy Spirit, through baptism, helps us to see past our selfishness to the needs of our neighbors. Now, we would never consider jumping off a high building to test whether God will save us. We would never consciously test God to show others how much we love him. As baptized believers, we value not just our lives, but the lives of others. And we show the love of others by obeying the speed limits and traffic regulations, because that keeps others and us safe. Through baptism in the Holy Spirit, we understand that our lives are not ours to give or take, but belong to our Creator. Because when one has faith, one does not have to prove that God loves us. The Holy Spirit informs us that God holds each and every one of us and our lives as unique to him. And because of baptism in the Holy Spirit, we know that there is only one God and only he deserves our worship and praise. And because we know this, we understand as baptized children of God that we have more in common with a baptized child of God in Tanzia than we do with an unbaptized relative. And because God is first in our lives, even though earth's temporal power can tempt us, we know it that earth's powers are only temporary and more importantly the self-worshiping sin of racism is something we as christians stand against as baptized christians we welcome the diversity of god's kingdom and the new israel with every member of the body of christ that we meet not because it makes us righteous with god but because It's what our neighbors need to see and hear from us, that we love all of God's people in our glorious diversity. After Jesus's temptations, a host of angels came and took care of Jesus. and And Jesus left the wilderness just as Israel did when they crossed the Jordan into the promised land. But unlike Israel, When Jesus came out of the wilderness, he immediately began his ministry by selecting his disciples and starting his march to the cross. During our 40 days of Lent, as we reflect in repentance, we will follow our Lord and Savior during his three-year ministry that will end in Jerusalem. And in Jerusalem, our Lord and Savior will make the sacrifice that we could not make to redeem us back to our Father and gain everlasting life. As we receive this only through faith, which thanks to our Lord and Savior, baptism becomes our marker that we belong to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. May the peace of the Lord, which surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in the true faith as we march with our Lord during these 40 days of Lent. Amen. Please stand as you are able, as we confess our truth, faith, in the words of the Apostles' Creed. (coughs) I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the holy spirit born of the virgin mary sovereign of the pontius Pilate, was crucified died and was buried he descended into hell the third day he rose again from the dead he ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of god the father almighty from this he will come to judge the living and the dead i believe in the holy spirit the holy christian church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
2: We pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Lord Jesus, prepare our hearts as we enter a time of reflection and repentance during this holy season of Lent. Open our eyes to the significance of the cross as we journey with you to Calvary, and as we receive the forgiveness that you won for us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, you once gave your Son to be tempted by the devil for us and our salvation. Help us and all who are assaulted by the many temptations of the devil, the world, and our sinful flesh, that we may be strengthened and supported by your grace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guard and keep your church, O Lord, from every attack of the devil. Bless the members of this and every congregation that in thankfulness for your great mercy, we may continually support the work of your church through our gifts, our service, and our own faithful witness to your goodness and mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, we ask that you comfort and strengthen those who are sick or injured, hospitalized, or recovering from recent surgery, including Linda Edgington, Ashley Mosley, and Jim Seibert. Give them your healing, your comfort, and your strength, and give all of us strength to offer the support and love needed during their sickness and recovery. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask, Lord, that your peace and your comfort be given to those who mourn the loss of loved ones, especially the family and loved ones of Bob Crowder, who died in the Lord this past Thursday, and Clara Mueller and her family upon the death of her sister, Lydia Voltz, this past Sunday. Visit them, Lord, with your love and grace as they take comfort in your promises. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, every good and perfect gift comes from you. Thank you for the many blessings you have poured into our lives. Help us to accept what you give and ask for what we need. Protect us from a life of perpetual dissatisfaction and lead us toward a life of gratitude. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. At this time, we collect our offerings to the Lord. Please be seated. Please stand for the offertory. Almighty God, we thank you for teaching us the things you want us to believe and do. Help us by your Holy Spirit to keep your word in pure hearts, that we may be strengthened in faith, guided in holiness, and comforted in life and in death. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father Receive the benediction of our Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen.